Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Hello, friends. Welcome in to The Daily Sales Show. I sell better. I never know what to do with my hands. So that's when you get this magical... Um, there is a riddle hidden somewhere in our backgrounds, or probably three of them. I see three of them. Uh, first person to find them, maybe I'll send you a little something. I feel like it's, you know, it's that time of year for for a prize. Welcome in. We're so glad that you're here. If this is your first time, we do this every single day. Same time, same place. You can check it out at sellbetter.xyz to see the agenda or by scanning that lovely QR code on your screen right there. Today, we want to say a huge thank you to our fantastic partners, JB Sales, Gong, Nooks, and Sales Loft. We have a drop in the chat for you today for Gong's forecast solution. It is um, bringing AI and predictability to your forecasting tool. So if you've seen them for call recording, check out their forecast tool as well. But today, we are chatting about next year. You know, it's almost the end of the year. Little 2024 messaging that converts here. That's the theme, if you will. And um, actually, this week on our show is a whole lot of cold prospecting. So you can get more on cold messaging this Wednesday. There's a prospecting masterclass. We'll stick that in the chat. I'll remind you at the end too. But today, drum roll please from our friends across the pond. Do we say that? Is that a thing? We can. Yeah. I guess. So we'll, we'll be with pond dwellers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> our pond dwelling friends. Uh, Jack and Zach, welcome back. Thank you for having us. That rhymed. That was lovely. Lots of rhymes today. It's it's Lots feeling like rhymes. a rhyming kind of a day. Guys, thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here. Always a pleasure. Well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, for sure. Today we're talking about messaging, cold outreach. Here's a little preview. While we're doing that, would love to see who we've got in the room. So let's do that. Who's here? We're going to talk about subject lines first. We're going to get into a few strategies that Jack and Zach use with themselves and their clients. And then um, one of my favorites is a self-deprecating LinkedIn framework that uh, Jack has down pat, you guys. It's really, really going to make your day too. You're going to be rhyming by the end of today when we get through with it. Guys. Absolutely. Talk to me just really quick before we jump into subject science. Predictions for 2024 in terms of cold outreach? Mm-hmm. Email. Yeah, I'm concerned about email. Mm. When I say concerned, I'm going to kick it into the dirt when it dies. But obviously we are here to talk about email. Um, but I think with some of the changes that are going on, some of the things that we're seeing when people reach out to us is they want to either no more about cold calling, no more about better qualifying on the phone, no more about where to get hold of mobile numbers. So it just seems like the s- symptom-wise, people seem to be asking more about cold calling rather than email. Because I think what's happening is you can send so many less emails, which is probably going to require so much more personalization. So if you don't know what you're saying, when to say it, how to say it, the spam thing is probably going to die next year, which is what we're here to talk about. How to do mm-hmm. quality messaging instead. Jack, I don't know if you agree with that, if you think I'm an absolute fool. No, no, I don't, in, in this setting, in this setting only, I don't think you're a fool. 
I agree with what you're saying. Thank you. you. Usually, I may. Uh, yeah, e- email is and and LinkedIn messaging. Like you, you've the thing is we are we the if we think about cold calling, hello, how are you? We all know that now as a generic. That is somebody that is probably it can sometimes work, but it's probably like the the typical sales message. There, are, the same applies in email and LinkedIn, and people can read through it these days. So it's it's your job to stand out from the crowd, and that's where your pattern interrupts can come in. And we're going to talk about a few of those later on. But but it's your job to think about doing things differently. I I always think the advice for any salesperson or anybody that's doing any kind of cold outreach before you send something or say something, think think to yourself: Is this the same as what ninety nine point nine percent of salespeople are doing? Because people do the same thing over and over again and expect different results and get nothing. So always be always be questioning yourself: Is this different? It, if I was receiving this, like I, like I do, do training with companies that say like, yeah, I get messages like this all the time. They're awful, and then send the same messages. So you've got to think like: Is this different? Would I, would I genuinely respond to this? Yeah, I think like that's a lot of what um, I'm. I'm always loving what you guys talk about, what you share, what you post, because I had a really hard time finding this um, authenticity in terms of like, when I picked up the phone to dial people, I thought I had to be who they wanted me to be. And I had to be this like really professional robot. And I just believe, I don't know where that comes from, but like I believed it. Oh, I have to turn on this character when I'm at work and whenever I'm calling clients and that like changes throughout the day. So I really like resonate with what you're saying there in terms of like being different, be yourself. It's okay. Like you don't have to be the corporate robot. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. Leslie 2024, no corporate robots. Mm. (laughs) Let's kill the corporate robot. Okay. So let's talk subject lines. I'm going to share some, um, but I would love for you guys just to like mention a couple of your favorites, what you're seeing work for you or your clients. You want to any anything that like stands out to you um, or that you want to share? Uh, One that I've used, I've been in sales for uh, just over 10 years. And one that I used from day one, I don't know who taught me or where I got it from was as discussed as the subject line, even though I've never had the conversation before, it could be as discussed with your boss in the morning, or it could be as discussed following up from cold call or whatever it may be, but as discussed, if you think about the purpose of a subject line is for someone to open it, that's a really good open uh, without being too weird and perhaps hoodwinking someone. Uh, another one that works, that simplicity is uh brilliance is is based on simplicity right so one of the things that works really well is just someone's first name so just someone's first name as the email line that typically Mm -hmm. gets an open because people are very narcissistic and they love their own name oh my gosh that's just a me who could it be and they'll uh they'll they'll click on it almost immediately jack Mm, i think the the thing to remember with the subject line is the subject line has a job it has a little mission. It's not a chimney sweep. A subject line's job <laughs> is to get somebody to open that. And I think we're, we're also, it, it's a funnier world that we're living in now because you've got to remember that a lot of the time now, you might, you might if I've got an email on my phone, the subject line's irrelevant. Like I can still, I can see the first like opening line or I can see the first bit of, 
of something like that. So it's it's a case of like you've just got to capture someone's attention for enough. Like like we're talking about pattern interrupt. So thinking maybe there's something that that they know about me here. Um, obviously the one that gets a lot of uh, it used to be popular and now it gets a hard time is quick question. Smashed it for ages because people are like yeah. Now there's if you go you, you look in people's inboxes. Um, I just uh, just just something really simple. Like sometimes like I, th- I think we're all looking for the magic pill to get somebody to open the email, but but really the same subject lines get used over and over again. So if it can look like there's a there's a hint that you might know them or or there's like an introduction or a bit of personalization that's the way don't overcomplicate it and don't use the same thing you've been using for 10 years because it's probably dead at this point here here um i'm seeing a lot of people go towards like a goal or a problem um just as like listed like here's the goal or the problem listed as their subject line because it's something that that person might be thinking about any thoughts there it's that's an interesting point and that would i don't want to get all jordan peterson on it but that would mean that people really understand what a problem is like people might put growth in 2024 struggling with growth in 20 growth isn't a problem it's the symptom of a problem so i'm i'm happy for people to put problems in there but problems are often that growth how do you notice that's a problem so it might be um you're spending more time at work than you were hoping to might be Teams starting to leave, clients starting to not value you, renewal rates aren't where they were before. Getting that more emotional leaning messaging, selling happens emotionally. I don't know if you guys have it in the States, but all our Christmas adverts have like homeless children in them and like stuff that's going to like pull at your heartstrings a little bit and people struggling to buy Christmas gifts this year. And the next thing you know, I don't know how it's happening, but I'm buying my son a new PlayStation. I think, how's this happened? There was a homeless child. Now there's a new PlayStation, and I've fallen for it again. I don't deserve to be a father, and I start blinding my head against the wall. This sounds like a really uh, whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah look, it's, uh, it's yeah. a <laughs> session. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that one. We'll come back to it. Um, but yeah, like tugging on that emotional piece of things. And so you're saying it's not necessarily the problem, like the business problem, it's how they're connected to it and how it affects them and impacts them personally. Yeah, no one ever slammed their hand on the table and said, oh my gosh, I'm so worried about growth in 2024. You've got to think, what does that sound like? That moment of like, I wish this would be different. I bang my hand on the desk or slam my laptop down and storm out the room. What is the sentence? What's the language there? What's the human being saying, not the corporate thing? Not the corporate robot. Okay. Exactly. Robot. I want to talk through some of these. So um, you have some unique and wonderful ways that when you're reaching out to people, um, I would love to, maybe these don't make sense just listed here, but I would like to hear, <laughs> <laughs> let's start with monkey on the back and talk about this strategy, this tactic that you use. Sure. So I will preface this with all how we use emails in our business. We're at, agency that books meetings for our clients we use emails to try and schedule a call with us so we can better qualify it for our clients so we never use email as the only thing we have to do a lot of qualification first so that should make sense with what we're trying to do here with, with these three 
So I, the, I gotta jump in there. I just want to like underline you never use email as the only strategy. And I feel like that's so important because there was a really long period of time where a ton of people were booking everything via email. And like yeah. it's it's always been important, but even now more than ever, multi-thread everything, right? You're like mm-hmm. different people, different channels, all over the place. Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you, our per, our goal here is to almost book a semi cold call with us so that we can have maybe a 15, 20 minute conversation where we go through an entire conversation around problem, pain, motivation before we book it in for a client. If I booked it solely on the email, the person would be sat in front of someone who was curious, not qualified. Mm. And there's a massive, massive difference in how that then would uh, affect your, your pipeline and things like that. So hopefully that makes sense with what we're trying to do here. So the first one, the monkey on the back, this was explained to me as imagine you've got a boss, an overlord, whatever it may be, someone looking over your shoulder. So I would uh, speak to someone and say, look, I'm trying to settle an argument. I was hoping you could help. My boss thinks X company and you specifically would be experiencing this problem right now. I don't think you would at all. And I think you'd have fixed that a long time ago. Just wondering if you could sell who's right. Now, if they have the problem, they not only will have the problem, but they'll normally find that quite a unique, bizarre, strange way of opening the conversation. They'll probably add a bit more character to it. But it's very, very conversational messaging, very human, which obviously we're big on. And from there, that would then lean into a qualification conversation. Um, But it works alarmingly often. Yeah. That's huge. I think like people just want to respond to be a part of the conversation or set something straight or correct or whatever it is. Um, I think like when we first met, I I wrote down a quote that you said and um, don't pitch products, pitch problems. So the next bullet here was like problem first mentality. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about this like problem first side of things in terms of selling? And this could be email or phone or social or whatever, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it re- it works really well on email. Like like Zach said, when we do email campaigns, the the goal isn't can I get a meeting? Can I get thirty minutes in your diary? Because it's too needy in it and it's too pushy. I right. we've been getting a lot of replies recently saying like um, I don't need your what you're offering, but I've replied because um, the email was quite polite. And it's the same way we do we do a call. So it's like I'll be I'll be honest with you, Leslie. I'm sure you get bombarded by cold emails. So so I just thought I'd be I'll be brief. If I said we help problem, uh, if I said that we help companies who are struggling with X, Y, and Z problem, so you're just saying these are the problems. If if I said that we typically help them, you might tell me you don't recognise them or you're not even the right person that deals with it. Question mark. Now, now the goal isn't to get a meeting or to get a follow up call. Typically, what happens at that point? Is they reply and say, no, no, I am the right person. Yeah, I do recognize those problems. And when somebody replies, obviously we have tools that can get people's mobile numbers, but a lot of the time their mobile number is attached to the bottom. So because there's been a, a an email and now there's a mobile number, uh, an hour later, I'll give you a call and I'll say, Leslie, bit of a weird one. I thought I'd just be brave and pick up the phone because I hate going back and forth over email. Everything can be misconstrued. Obviously, you, you mentioned that you saw some of the problems. That, what, what do you mean by that? And then we can dig deeper and deeper. So it's just like 
too many people, MQLs, SQLs, all of the fun and games that, that come with that, but too many people are booking meetings of email and get, getting loads of meetings in the diary and then confused as, oh, but none of them have the problem. None, none of them are interested. Mm-hmm. Like, get somebody on a phone first and see if you can disqualify them, but always leave with problems. Like, like Zach said last time, pitch problems, not products. Nobody cares. Like, we always say, like, oh, my God. You're the three thousand dot RT four Y CRM, like crazy. Like it's gonna be brilliant. Like I I don't care about that CRM. What I do care about is I'm slamming my hand on the desk saying I'm disorganized. I don't have enough space for all the contacts. I can't reach out to them all and keep track of everything. That's what it sounds like. So like what what is the sentence they're saying? Like Zach said earlier. So go for problems. And then once you've got that, like like I said in the some of the email copy that you might do, you might disqualify. Um, Zach, do you want to take disqualification? Yes. So one of the, you know, me, me and Jack run a business, so we get lots of, funnily enough, not many cold calls, but we get a lot of LinkedIn messages, a lot of emails, and they're very assumptive, probably in the wrong way, in the um, not, can I buy you a drink at the bar, more of a, I'm buying you a drink kind of approach which i don't think works on anyone who's out there trying to be a significant other um so that will often be emails that end in worth a five minute chat can we talk schedule some time next thursday it's very very assumptive and what we've found works really well because human beings are so negative biased 60 to 80 percent of the amygdala is based on favoring negative information is that a tree or is it a lion safer to think everything's a lion keeps you alive so we find that going for the no works amazingly well. So when we lead with what Jack was about and the problem pitch, ending with, I'm guessing that's not a problem you've ever experienced, question mark. I'm just looking for the response. I'm not looking for the meeting. Or I imagine these aren't problems that you experience anymore. Or like the example I used before about the monkey on the back, I'm guessing I'm right and my boss is wrong that you've got the problem. I'm always going for no rather than going for yes. Because when you go for yes, feels like the email comes with a big hand through the phone. It's trying to grab my wallet. I think, you know what? This guy's just another sales scumbag. I'm not interested. It's, it. you said like not, you don't get many phone calls. Same, very rare. Do I get a cold call and almost never a voicemail? Do you have like a quick little voicemail script that you use too? Yeah, 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 but then I don't want. I know your American audience might find this annoying, but I'll I'll say it. And if you want to come after me, come after me. All right. Um, but I would say, uh, Leslie is Zach from, and then just hang up voicemail there. Or I was wondering if you give me a call back. I'm trying to find out about, and then just hang up. And then people always get back. Or um, I was hoping you could help me with something, and then hang up there. But again, it's just always to get the response yeah and i know american That's, people don't yeah. like that oh look american people that are watching i love you all right i really love you so don't come after me with with anything other than love people come so people come back and they're like hey your message got cut off yeah they say hey, your message got cut off. what are you trying to do I say, you're gonna hate me it's actually one of those sales calls so i don't know if you want to hang up immediately or find out what i was trying to call and I'm like, ah, oh, I thought it might have been. What, what, what are you going to say? So, right, I'll fly through. If you're not interested, I'll never bother you again. And then just give them the, the problems that we saw. Yeah. Very interesting. I like, you know, I like it. 
I feel like you got to try something. You got to try, get out of your comfort zone. If something's not working for you, try something different, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. I'm curious. I didn't make a poll for it, you guys. I'm sorry, but I'm curious to know. So audience in the chat, if you could change your chat to everyone instead of hosts and panelists, then the blue box there, the little drop down, if you change it to everyone. Um, I'm curious to know, do you routinely go look for who is viewing your LinkedIn profile? Just yes, no, sometimes, maybe. Let us know, guys. <laughs> um, just wow. curious. Uh, so, wow, Jack, th this is a all that I breathe. Wow, <laughs> whoa, guys, slow down, <laughs> Jack. What's your like routine on this? Do you do this weekly, daily, by the hour? What are you? What are you checking? By, by the minute, Leslie. Yeah, you get you like click on me. You you get DM'd within seconds. Live feed. Um, live feed. <laughs> so we're. For, for people that are going out there on LinkedIn, building, I'm going to say it, it's going to make some Americans sick, but building a personal brand, that is the phrase of the year, personal branding, 2023, yowchie. Um, if you're building a personal brand and you're commenting on posts and you're posting, then the the idea is to get eyes on you, okay? Come, come and look at my little billboard. Come and see what I do. Come and see what I sell. That's the whole goal. So then people become uh, familiar with who you are, what you do. I know if I'm looking for an amazing podcast host, I'm coming straight to Leslie Douglas. That's what I'm doing. Um, but it's one of those things. So then people are, people are on you, okay? So when people are viewing you, something's happened. Sometimes people will inbound you. Some people will stop by and then leave it at that. But that's not to say they don't have the problem and there's a bit of a, an interaction there already. So what I like to do is I like to message them and say, Leslie, I saw that you viewed my profile. Typically, when people view my profile, it's for one of three reasons, or it's for a couple of reasons, or um, whatever. The first reason could be that you're struggling with getting in front of the right kind of people. The second one is you're struggling to find somebody to train your sales team. Or the third one is a bit of a wacky, fun pattern interrupt, and I might say something like, well, the third one is you came to see if my eyes actually were that close together. Yeah, make sure we get the close up on the eyes there, Leslie. Um, <laughs> Did I stop and then, just for you? And then after the uh, the, the the crazy patterning drop, you, know, um, you came to see if my eyes were actually that close together. The line is, I've got a feeling you're going to tell me it was the latter. I've got a feeling it's the eyes, question mark. And most people will respond because that's something a bit wacky. It's not salesy. It's not needy. It's funny. Um, and then it, and then it opens up. Some people will say, yeah, it was the eyes. And I say, I knew it. Who told you about them? And then we're into a dialogue. So I look through. I'm not messaging that to everyone. I'm thinking, who's my persona? Who's my ICP? Who, who's viewed that, that I think would probably be worth having a conversation with? And it's also like, just to, the amount of times I've got spe speaking to people from different uh, genres or they might know somebody and they go Yo, no actually it's none of those um, but then they say actually I do know somebody that you might be able to help it's just a great way to get a conversation flowing and the amount of time that I've heard people go it actually is one of those problems and book a call or they say it's none of the three I've got this other problem could you help me with that it's just a good way to get a conversation starting please people that are viewing do not start talking about your eyes being close together because if your eyes aren't close together, 
people will be offended. So find something about yourself that you've taken years to fall in love with and use that. Zach, what's your vulnerable fun pattern interrupt? Well, at the minute, I've got an AI picture, and people can't believe it's an AI picture. I think it's really me of Jon yeah. Snow as my picture on LinkedIn. So when people message me, I normally talk about, are they looking for a new Lord Commander? Or are they looking for to, to join the Night's Watch or whatever it may be? There's usually some Jon Snow reference, but people often say, oh, I didn't realize you were in Game of Thrones. You look so much like Kit Harrington. Obviously, I'd say, guys, please calm down. We can, we're here to talk about sales. Um, but what I used to say, so me and Jack have been friends for a very, very long time. And I, we, we once went on a boys' holiday to a Greek island trying to entice women. We were very unsuccessful. And the patterns that he's using there about the eyes being too close together was something that we used there when we were trying to approach groups of girls. And the one I would say is on a scale of one to 10, how square's my head, which would often get girls saying 10 and laughing and then going off for one of our more attractive friends. But that's <laughs> the one that I use when people reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm guessing you're wondering how can a man have a head that's square or you're struggling with this set of problems to which they say it's pretty square. Um, I didn't realize that square was on a one to 10 scale. So I'm going to have to do some 100%. research there. But yeah, um, this is about as square as it gets. Yeah. I I like the fun pattern interrupt. I like something different and showing up in a different way. And it is something that's going to get a conversation started. Like you said, really like I uh, and I didn't realize either of those things about you until you pointed them out. Which things? The square head or the Johnson? Square head. Close eyes. No. no. Squarehead. Sounds like an Ed Sheeran song. Like oh, yeah, thing. we could have a song. Squarehead. Close eyes. Mason just asked me in the Q&A section, do you guys have any thoughts or feelings on short videos included in an email? I've So here's my thing with that, right? One person has booked an email, a, a meeting with me from an email. And if I'm really honest with you, I felt sorry for them. That's why I booked it. They'd done a video doing impressions i've got a youtube video of me doing peaky blinders impressions on cold calls and they basically tried to do the same quite badly but obviously it put a lot of effort in and i felt sorry for them and booked a meeting with them so i'm fine with anything that you do that's going to get you the results but the results should not be just get in front of people who are curious or feeling sorry for you because that guy didn't really get anywhere probably wasted a lot of his time so just make sure the effort is equal to the results, not the other way around. Hmm. It's a little little drop of magic right there. Okay, so we have a couple minutes left. I have to know, like, rapid fire, what are your 2024 predictions? Is there anything that you're calling, like, 2024 is the year of Jack and Zach? I think 2024 is going to be the year that people try and find other ways to do anything apart from pick up the phone. So we've got LinkedIn, we've got email, that AI is crazy. We're looking at the way that, that the internet is growing and AI is rapidly growing. There will be something new. Video is new. I remember there was there was those guys that, that went around and they basically you could hold up a piece of paper and it would have the prospect's name on. Do you remember that? Like that, that was a thing for a little while. And then it would be like all in like glitz and glam. And then I, I saw the founder of that company had to go and get a sales job. That that crashed and burned. So it's like 
that there will always be new ways and people will say, let's try this. But what they're, what they're just trying to do is, what they're saying is, I just don't want to pick up the phone. And that's okay. Like, get a job in customer service or get a job doing something else that doesn't involve interacting with human beings. But... That's true. Like, <laughs> yeah. You have to yeah. pick up the phone in customer service. Yeah. It's all right. You, you could be a chatbot. You could be a chatbot customer service. Um, but I think that's what 2024 is going to be big. How do we automate everything? Whereas the basics will still lead the dance. Pick up the phone, you'll win. Yeah, pick up the phone. Uh, like Maria said in the chat here, we only have four shows left for the rest of the year. So please um, check out the Sell Better page. Join us if anything catches your eye. You can check them out at sellbetter.xyz. We are dropping Zach and Jack's LinkedIn's here for you in the chat tomorrow is prospecting strategies with james buckley morgan ingram and kyle coleman and then i'm back on wednesday for a prospecting master class on cold outreach would love to see you jack and zach listen truly always a treasure to spend time with you thank you so much for sharing with us today thank, thank you. you so much you kind if I get a load of messages now saying your eyes are too close together in my LinkedIn DMs, it will ruin my night. So be careful, LinkedIn. <laughs> so do it. <laughs> be kind always. Thank you, Leslie. Bye, guys. See you soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye.